Welcome to Heart Speak Podcast, episode 261. Gratitude, taking nothing for granted. Welcome to the Heart Speak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world. It's good to be back with you. I hope you enjoyed the equinox and that you're having a good week. And we're coming towards a full moon, a full moon in Aries, opposite the sun in Libra. And I want to talk a little bit more about that soon. But first, I want to say that we also have a trine, which means a a positive connection between Uranus and Mercury. Mercury is presently in Virgo. Uranus is still in Taurus. And it's a very wide, what we call a grand trine, with Pluto in Capricorn. So three Earth signs there. But the fact of the matter is, I think this Mercury trining Uranus is probably the cause of seeing some changes, some unexpected changes happening to plans that were going to go ahead, but now have been dropped. Uh, I know that's true, and I'm watching some of the news in England where plans were dropped because it was either too expensive or it wasn't appropriate in terms of whether it was trains or tracks or whether or not it was about climate change. And I think we're seeing that across the world. It's almost as if someone who had a plan thinking this would just be the way that finances would go or health would go or nature would go, all the sort of Uranus-like situations, suddenly changing. And again, Uranus has that quality of sudden changes and things not going to plan or not going apparently the way that perhaps you thought they were going to. And that might be in your own life. Things you thought were going to happen didn't happen. But recognizing that when we have Mercury in Virgo, Virgo has this quality of seeing what is perfect and Sometimes we can't see what's perfect, can we, in the moment where we're so caught up in this is where I want it to go. And and then we get very upset because it doesn't go the way we thought it would. So recognizing that it's really good to start your day with saying, I know I will, all my soul's needs will be met today. I know that everything that my soul needs will be met today. And I've been doing this over the last week and finding that I worry less about what's happening because whatever happens, I've put the intention out that my soul needs are going to be met. This takes us nicely into this full moon on the 29th, which, as I say, with the sun in Libra, the moon is in Aries, opposite signs, which is why we get a full moon. And a full moon is always about reflecting or showing us, highlighting where we may have imbalance in some area of our life. And this is particularly when we have Libra. Libra is very much about relationships. And Aries is about self. So me finding myself is a more Aries-like energy. Me and Libra is about how can I help everybody else? And any of you who are Librans, you know that sometimes 
the procrastination can occur when we're so busy thinking of everybody else, you know, is this okay if I do this, that we forget our own needs or what it is that's right for us. And there's been a lot of religious talk about think of others before you think of yourself, but that really is an imbalance. And so being able to say, okay, what will create a balanced relationship? It isn't about always thinking of someone else. It's about us speaking out and saying, well, this is what I need in this relationship. This is what you need. Let's find a balance. Let's find a compromise or some way of meeting those needs. And I think the idea of this full moon is very much about where have I got out of balance? Where have I perhaps stopped thinking of what I need? Or where am I thinking of myself too much and I haven't actually considered others. So it's that balance point for this full moon. And it brought me to mind about the, the word gratitude. And partly because as I was a child, there was always the idea that you should be grateful. <laughs> and my mother used to say, I hope you thank them for that. I hope you, I hope you were grateful. And I kind of remember myself almost on the day after Christmas, writing my thank you letters, when we used to write thank you letters, almost before I'd even had the enjoyment of the present. Because that was almost insisted that I should be grateful, I should be thankful. And I noticed that that isn't a theme that's continued down the line. But I, it took me a long time to realize that in my gratitude, I wasn't actually enjoying the toy because I had to be grateful. And over the years, I became aware that this gratitude, this gratefulness came from a very old ancestral story that went back many generations about some shame, some, some sense of not deserving, not being good enough. And, and it had been carried on through my family and then through into my generation where I was finding myself being grateful all the time and I wasn't sure what for. But what I felt was I don't deserve. Whatever it is that you're offering me, I don't deserve it. I'm not good enough. I haven't done enough. I haven't served you enough. Does this make sense for some of you? And that sense of having to give before you can receive, having to do something, having to uh, prove yourself before you're allowed to, to receive. And of course, that was totally out of balance between this, again, Libra energy, which was, what can I do for you? And the Aries energy is a bit, well, what do I need to do for me in order to turn up, to be present, to feel that I have worthiness in me? And I think that's what I'm wanting to express for this full moon, that sense of, am I able to consider myself worthy of of receiving. And some of you may know it's harder to receive than it is to give. And I remember being on the big island of Hawaii and going to my one of my favorite places, the place of refuge. And maybe I had been on a new age workshop, which again was all about gratitude. Be grateful, be grateful, be grateful. <laughs> And so I'm down there, I arrive there, and I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful for being here, thank you. <laughs> and all I heard from my higher mind, my higher self, my guidance said, 
can you not just enjoy it? <laughs> Enough of this gratitude, just enjoy it. And I realized that was so true. I, it, in my gratitude, I wasn't actually present. I wasn't fully present. I was thinking about the right thing to do and doing it in the, in the right way. And I think that's part of the over-gratituding, if there's such a word, which is not actually enjoying, not being present. And, and it then reminded me of just how much we may find ourselves being absent from that. Now, obviously, there are some people who are never grateful and they just feel entitled to everything, and that's an imbalance. You know, I have a right to this. And this takes me on to that next step of, of my podcast today, which is very much about not taking anything for granted. And I remember one of the ideas that Makua, my, my friend and mentor, the kahuna who passed over uh, from the big island, he used to say that every morning, and I know this is true of many indigenous people, every morning he would get out of bed and he'd say, thank you for the sun rising. Thank you for the moon no longer being in the sky. Thank you for the wind. Thank you for the rain. Thank you for his body being able to get out of bed. And when I heard him, I thought, okay, here's more of this gratitude. But what he taught me, he said, because there is no guarantee that the sun will rise or the rain will come or my body will work. And that threw me into a very different space about not taking anything for granted or not taking anyone for granted. And it follows up a little bit of what I was sharing last time. I hope I didn't scare some of you into thinking, what am I going to do if I don't reincarnate or there's no light to follow? The idea is, can we fall into that gap in every moment, and I've spoken about this many times, but by not taking something for granted or someone for granted, we're actually putting more of our energy into the relationship when it happens. In other words, you might say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go and meet my friend or my mother, my, my daughter, my, my husband, whatever. And we're almost saying, because I know they're going to be there and I know what they're going to be like. And it just made me think, well, what if they're not there? What if we don't take anybody for granted? And I know I've had times in my life where I have taken people for granted and it's not felt good. Oh, yeah, I knew you'd be there. And it, and it doesn't feel good because what it's doing is both, if I may say, debasing their importance in my life, but also not really making me step forward and turn up fully into their lives. Does that make sense? It's that sense of, wow, I, if I don't take you for granted, then this could be the very first time we meet together and I'm going to turn up fully. And I'm going to ask you to turn up fully because once we stop taking things for granted, we actually express more of ourselves in the, into that relationship because it's so special. It's like that first date, you know, oh, I've got to get it right. You know, once, once you've had a few dates, you kind of don't turn up fully. 
And I, and I like that idea of turning up fully for the sun. Thank you, sun, for being there. But actually, you and I are meeting. We're resonating. Thank you for being there. I can feel the pleasure of our relationship. Thank you, rain. I can feel the pleasure of our relationship. You might not think it's pleasurable, but the fact is the rain's turning up fully. You turn up fully. Whatever the outcome, it may not be a thank you in terms of, okay, now we're wet, but the fact is the rain turned up. And without the judgment, it's just the fact that we had a relationship. And it reminds me of a story I was told years ago by one of my clients. And she and her husband had been married for some years and had got to the point where they were taking each other for granted. And she used to get very upset because they never got a chance to talk because he would come in from work, maybe she would come in from work and he would say, okay, I'm going to eat my dinner. I don't want to talk to you. And then I'm going to watch my favorite program. And then if I've got time, we'll talk. So she, one evening she said, we really need to talk. And he said, Look, I'm watching my program. You'll be here after the program's finished. And she said, no, I won't. And she left. <laughs> she left her husband with that very thought. All he needed to say was, I take you for granted and expect you to be there after the program is finished. And that was it. <laughs> and I, I <laughs> thought she was very <laughs> courageous and insightful, but how often is it that we take people for granted? And when someone unfortunately dies tragically, and I've been around enough of those in ER and casualty, the thing is that people always say is, I wish I had. I wish I had said I love you. I wish I had say goodbye or, or not being busy doing something when they went out of the house because I never will get that chance again. And so my message for today is very much about are we turning up for each other? Are we taking each other for granted? Are we, are we taking the beauty of this world for granted? The sun rising, the sun falling. And what would we want to make sure that we tell someone just in case there is not a second moment? The sun doesn't rise. The rain doesn't come. And I want to just really reiterate that the more we don't take someone for granted, the richer our relationship, the more likely that they will turn up the more that we take notice of maybe the trees, the plants. I've got a beautiful pear tree at the moment that's producing pears, and I'm not taking that for granted. It's like, thank you. Not from a place of I don't deserve, but I notice you're turning up fully to give me this fruit. And another tree is starting to turn its colors. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the pleasure of watching all of this happening being part of your life. And I hope that this gives you the encouragement to look at your relationships, look at 
your world around you and really, as I say, step up, knowing that if I want to say and come back to that is your soul is saying, I will turn up fully for you today. Everything that happens, I am turning up fully. Your higher self through your soul is saying, I will turn up fully. So are you prepared to turn up fully? Not grateful from a place of subservience or being not enough, but because you are so full of yourself that you're willing to meet everybody else in their fullness. So I wish you a good full moon. And when that full moon is there, stand it and say, I am turning up fully. I am present for myself, I am present for others, not from a give and take place, but from the fact of that when we are in that special place, we both turn up fully, it is not you or I, it is us. We are turning up together. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Tumblr, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of Hard Speed.